Hey, welcome back to Real Estate Brainstorming Podcast with myself, Ryan Huggins, and my co-host, Tom Phelan. Today, we have an amazing video for you today. It was another epic week in real estate, and obviously, we have phenomenal weeks ahead of us as well. But in this podcast, we actually got to bring on our partners the other day and do an amazing video for Listing Secrets. So, Tom, I was talking to you just a little while ago how... I had my buyers and we actually did not win on this one, but we were $220,000 over the list price. Uh, list price was 1.875 and we were over two. We were about to go to 2.1. And then all of a sudden they said offers are you know, no longer accepting offers. Someone paid cash money over it. So working with buyers, we all know the craziness going on. So getting these listings is going to be an excellent tip. Oh, absolutely, because it's two wings to an airplane, the buyer side and the listing side. And this is for realtors about listing tips. And uh, I'm correct, right? It's not for the uh, homeowner. That's correct. Their yeah. Their tips for realtors. Okay. So kind of, it's, some of them are kind of inside secrets sometimes. And uh, uh, we need, uh, you as a realtor need every edge, edge you can have. And there's people who have been incredibly successful and luckily charted and uh, taking data of why they are successful, what works, what doesn't work, what have you. And so why not take from the best, reinvent Absolutely. the wheel, what for? Absolutely. And so in this video, our partner is, we got a couple, we have many partners in our business, which is really cool. By the way, if you are looking to team up with us, you're more than welcome to join us. Uh, reach out to us. You can hit me up on Instagram at winwithryan. And you can also... Uh, get Tom on Instagram. His Instagram is up and running. And that is, what was your Instagram again, Tom? Tom Brainstorming. Tom Brainstorming. I freaking love it so much. So we're going to go ahead and let this podcast roll. We recorded this separately. This was something that we did um, special for our insiders, but we got permission to release it to our audience as well. So we're going to let it roll now. Thank you so much. This is our top strategy. For getting more listings. So my name is Brad Vanderwall. I used to run the number one team at the number one Remax office in the world. Uh, my team and I have sold over a billion dollars in real estate. That picture is old. Just, I think I kind of still look like that. Shane, or do I look way older? Kind of? Yeah, it looks like you're a lot thinner there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably am. Black is slimming, keep in mind, and I'm sitting down. But yes, there's probably some truth to that. Um, definitely looks now I look slimmer than this picture because this is a big picture of me so there's that one too uh, some of our highlights here so over the last 12 months we've sold over 300 new construction deals uh, 500 deals in total 175 million in property uh, value and 3 million in GCI so our special guest today is Mike Reese co-founder of NEEA and co-founder of Digital President Wall Street Journal Top 100 Top 30 under 30, top 10 individual agent in the world and listed 368 homes in a single year, which is absolutely bananas. So we appreciate having him here today. I'm gonna have to move this around all the time, Sheen, otherwise I'm not gonna be able to see. So our top strategies for getting more listings. So we're gonna do a brief overview of all of our top strategies. Uh, the number one thing that I'm gonna go over guys that take a lot of notes for is retirement communities uh, or assisted living facilities. I'm gonna go over how we get a bunch of listings from those basically going after landlords, which is fantastic. And basically divorce lawyers. Now, another one we could go over though, I don't know very well is probate lawyers, but um, 
this one's this one's going to be good. We're going to get in and get some lot of information and we're going to talk about a paid ad strategy. Shane's going to come in and talk about that. So our top strategy. So Mike raised the strategy that allowed me to list 368 in a year. Mike's going to go over that too. So I'm going to kind of dive into mine right now um, and basically go into it. So feel free to ask any questions. I actually was just on a podcast right before this and talked about this stuff. So I'm pretty fresh with going this. So one of the top things that we do to get listings is actually uh, partnering up with assisted living facilities and retirement communities. Now, a lot of people wonder, well, what do you do and how does that work? So I'll tell you very briefly where the concept came from. I actually came in and about, oh, this is a while ago, about seven or eight years ago, I had a client that his mother had to be transitioned into assisted uh, living facility. And he was from out of town. So he, he, and it was fine, but he really relied on me to, to find everything for him. And I was like, well, I don't really know what to do or where to go. He's like, well, I need a place to declutter. I need a place to move. I need a place to sell all of her stuff. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, so I called the retirement community and I said, do you guys have any connections for any of this stuff so I can just use them? And to my shock, they didn't. I was like, I was like what? I'm like, you guys didn't have any of this stuff? And they didn't have any of it. So it got me thinking, I'm like, okay, well, if they don't have it, how many other retirement communities don't have it? And a lot didn't. So what I did is I created a whole program to basically help people through transition, through selling their home, coming to a retirement community. If I can ask you guys to mute, that'd be fantastic because it messes up my mojo. Um, so if you come in and then basically for retirement communities, now I thought, okay, if I'm moving and if I'm transitioning, what are some things that I need? I need a moving company, a decluttering company. Uh, here we need snow removal. You can also, you know, wherever you're at, you might need pool. Um, there's so many different things, grass cutting, lawn maintenance, repairs. There's so many things that somebody is going to need. So I started going and I started calling retirement communities in my city. And I didn't know who to talk to at first. I just fumbled my way through it. And I started talking to them. And I found that the best person to talk to for those people taking notes is basically anybody that comes in. And I asked to talk to the marketing director. So I would go in and always ask to talk to the marketing director, which was absolutely huge for me. And I tell them, be like, hey, my name's Brad Vanderwall. You know, I run the top teams in the city. You know, we have a program for assisted living and retirement communities. I was wondering if I could come in and talk to you about it. And they'd be like, sure, tell me a little bit about it. I'm like, hey, I partnered up with a mover, a, a stager, um, a decluttering person. And I just listed everything. I'm like, I just want to come in and, and talk to you about these services. And it was, it was actually crazy how many people didn't have it, how many retirement communities didn't have this. Now, what makes this great is the aging demographic right now. A lot of people are moving into assisted living. And the thing is, so there's a difference that I was speaking to of earlier too. I don't mean like a retirement community where you're going in and it's like a golf club retirement community because truthfully, each person is buying one of those. What I'm saying is the people that are basically going into assisted living facilities where they have to sell their home in order to afford the $2,000 or $5,000 a month and need the help doing it. So when I would go in and I would talk to these retirement communities, like we went and visited 15 different retirement communities in our city. And I'm going to put a guess out there. So of the 15, to make this a little bit more interactive, how many of the 15 do you think we're interested in our program? So quickly, just answer. I'm just going to wait for a few answers. But of the 15, how many do you think? 15, 15, 15. Well, you guys are close. 
it was 14. So the truth is, is that 14 people said that they wanted to partner up with us. Now think about this. 14 people wanted to partner up with us and we created a brochure, nothing, nothing crazy. My marketing guy created a brochure, looked great, talked about everything we offered, had, um, had people on, had that like basically, um, what's the word I'm looking for? An elderly couple on there. And Shane, actually, if you want, what I'm going to do for everybody is if you can put, uh, Shane, if you can put your email in there again, if anybody wants a copy of this recording and a copy of my ret um, retirement facility, uh, the book that I've created, we'll send both to you guys. So if you guys want that, uh, what, why was, why was the one not interested? I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know. So it's, it, we talked about it. They're like, well, I don't even know if we need it. It was a smaller uh, facility. So it wasn't really the end of the world, but it was one of the first objections we had to handle. Now, here's the crazy thing. Cause I teach this retirement community thing and I teach it often. We actually teach it every single week for people that have more interest. And I'm actually going to be doing in the next couple of weeks, I'm actually going to be doing a full training on this. So I'm going to leave it for time sakes for this. I'm going to leave it here, but we'll ask, answer a few questions at the end, but keep in mind for the people that are here today and that keep coming to our coaching every Tuesday, don't forget that I will be teaching this in the next few weeks, uh, something on this, but I want you to think 14, out of, 14 out of 15 liked it. The two people on my team that literally went there and met all these people had two listings in the first two weeks, right out of the gates, right out of the gates had two listings. Now I'm going to play another game with you. People on my team aren't on my team anymore for the record. How many of the retirement communities do you think after they met them once, how many of them do you think they actually went and visited again to keep the maintaining the relationship? That's a totally separate question. So how many do you think that they went and visited after? Six, four, eight, eight. Well, I'll be on. Yes. Who said zero? Ken for the win. Both Kens were close. So Ken Rufo's close. Ken Patterson, a close second. Literally zero. So this is your competition. You had 14 people that said that they wanted to send you listings and nobody went back. And they got two out of the gates. So let's put this into perspective here. Now, by no means am I any Mike Reese. Mike Reese is a genius. He's got like, like this stuff. But I can't go up with, I can't list 368 homes in a year. I can't wait to hear how he did that. But the truth is, is what I want to create is something is business that's scalable. So imagine if you had five retirement communities, just five, that's all you went and did. And you got five that were on board. Do you not think that they would give you three listings a year each? That's not that many, right? Three listings a year. Okay. Well, if you use that one strategy, that's literally 15 listings that I just told you. And that's just by getting five. Some people are getting 10. Somebody I'm teaching this to literally went and got 40. Now, I'm not saying they're going to do 40. It's going to take a while, but even start with two or whatever it is. So for everybody that's putting, can I get a copy, please? What's going to have to send it up? What we're going to have to do is set it up. Um, Shane, if you can drop your email, that would be great. So anyways, that's assisted living. So then the next one, I'm going to have to speed it up a little bit. That was direct to me, Shane. You're going to have to put that in the uh, in it, in the thing. So Shane just going to drop his email. Whoever wants a brochure in this, please I keep getting, uh, can I get a copy? Can I get a copy? 
please don't put your emails in them. We won't be doing this because there's no way of keeping track of it. We're going to drop Shane's email in there. Please email Shane right there. So for everybody keeps dropping your email, we honestly won't email you because there's no way for us to keep track of the recording of this. Please write down his email. So I'm going to have to speed it up a bit because we got a lot to go over. This one's pretty simple. Basically, it's calling landlords. So basically what you do, and again, I'm going to be teaching on this topic for the next few weeks, but it's going to be separate. So I'll spend more time. So a lot of people think landlords. Okay, well, what does that look like? What am I doing? So basically you have Craigslist uh, for our Canadians, Kijiji, uh, rent fasters in Calgary, whatever you're thinking of, all these different places that people have places for rent. Basically what you're doing, it's a very simple script. You just call them and say, hey, it's Brad Vanderwall. You know, I run one of the top teams here in Calgary. I actually have a lot of buyers I'm working with. Have you ever thought of selling your rental? That's literally it. Don't overthink it. Is there a better script? Maybe, but it works for me. I'm literally just asking if they want to sell the home that they have for rent. They put it up for rent. Do you know how many people are like, you want to know what? My last tenant sucked. I want to sell my place or whatever they're saying. And then one of the objections that I have sometimes, well, I don't really know. Then literally one of my favorite lines is, if I brought you a full price offer today, would you sell your home? And they're like, well, I don't, what would a full price offer be? And then you kind of get into your full price offer. You figure it out and you talk to them about what that would be. But the cool thing is, is that in this market, by having them, they're not also wondering, where am I going to go? Oh my God, I have a place to sell. There I have to buy. It's an investment property for them. Now, I think it was Shane that gave me this advice. The next thing I would ask them if they don't want to sell their place is ask them if they want to buy another revenue property. So while you have them on the phone, see if they're an investor. Some people may want to buy a fourplex or a sixplex or whatever it is, or just buy another home. So that's basically, that's as easy as this one can be is you literally just call somebody that has a place for, for rent and you ask them if they want to sell it. So that's, that one's very, very simple too. Now, disclaimer here for everybody is, I don't know if you can do this in the state that you're in so or, or the province. So make sure that you check. Now, the other one that's huge for me is divorce lawyers. Again, same story. I had the same two team members that I showed them all that and basically going to meet with divorce lawyers. Now, the way that I go in and I get with divorce lawyers, I just say, I'll Google them first. So I'll Google search divorce lawyers, Calgary, or um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not divorce lawyers, family law, family law, Calgary, because a lot of it has to do with divorce. Now, normally if you're Googling them and they're at the top, it's a paid ad that's there. So normally they're going to be a pretty, a bigger firm because they have a big ad. So I literally call the person, ask them to talk to somebody that does with deals with divorce uh, law. And then I just call them. I say, Hey, you want to know what? I'm an agent in town. I actually don't have a divorce lawyer to refer business to. Can I come to your office for 15 minutes? Can we talk about me referring you business? Some people say no. Some lawyers are busy. No, I'm busy enough. That's fine. Just talk to them and see what, see what you can do. Then when you get there in Alberta, in the province that I'm at, I can actually offer a 25% referral to them. And I know there's many states in the United States that you can. So I actually truthfully go in and I buy their love. Like legit. I sit down, I talk to them about how if you send me business, I'm going to send you 25% referral. It's literally that simple. Now, if you're doing it, make sure to check with their, um, their law society to make sure that it's okay that you can. But if you can't, for some reason, what you can do is say, look, if you refer me somebody one person a month, what's your ad spend for Google? $1,500. 
as soon as you send me your the first person I'll pay for your ad spend as long as you keep sending me somebody a month. Now you're paying for their ad spend, which is different than taking a 25% referral. So again, I will go into all these down the road in the next couple of weeks a little bit more, but that's a really, really high level of the three different ways that we get business. Now, if you think about this, and I'm going to break it down before I pass it off to Shane here quickly, is if you had just this, and I believe in relationships to scale my business. If you had five different retirement communities, five, five different retirement communities that you work with and five different divorce lawyers. Let's just say that's all you had. That's it. Five retirement communities, five divorce lawyers. Do you think that each of them could refer you one every six months? I wouldn't think that that's out of the question. I just showed you a way in 11 minutes or whatever it's been, how to get 20 listings a year. Go five, go find five retirement facilities, five five divorce lawyers and just love on their people, love on these people like they're your family because they can completely change your life. So hopefully you got some value for those. Uh, Shane, I'm going to pass it over to you here quickly and let you uh, let you get into the paid side of things. Awesome. Good stuff, Brad. Uh, if you can stop your uh, screen share yes. and then I'll go yep. ahead and share mine real quick. And um, all right, here is, let's go ahead Move this, move this over. Let's go, let's go. Is that saying loading for you guys? There we go. All right. <laughs> it's pretty slow. All right. I'm going to go really, really quickly with this. Um, I've got about six, seven slides here. I'm going to go through some of the, some of the strategies that we've used and uh, uh, also uh, what we've, uh, what we've done and, and what, you know, some of the data that we found out. Um, and I want to go through this really quickly, uh, but if anybody wants the deck, if we're going to show you some of the ads that we run, um, go ahead and uh, email me. I dropped my email address and I'll go ahead and drop my email address again. But uh, um, the, the point, we, we have Michael Reese here today. So I want to make sure that we have enough time with him and he's going to go over his strategy. So I'm going to go over this really, really quickly uh, with you guys. So first of all, um, I really want to quickly set some expectations here. Uh, I work with tons and tons of real estate agents. We've spent uh, over a million dollars in Facebook ads. Uh, everybody wants listings, everybody wants seller leads. And, um, uh, you know, something that we need to remember is that listings are rare and, um, and seller leads are, are, are tougher to get and they're definitely more expensive. I mean, if I look at my market um, in June alone, uh, there were 11,000 homes that were, um, that were sold. And if you, if you remove the first time home buyers and maybe new construction and so on, you know, you, you take off maybe 25% and then half that again, um, just because, you know, you've got sellers working with uh, real estate agents that they've worked with in the past and so on. In, in June alone, we may have had, you know, an opportunity uh, for about 4,000 uh, listings here in our area. We've got 54,000 real estate agents um, with 14 million people in our population here. Uh, and so my point is, is that trying to get listings, it's really, really difficult from, um, from paid marketing. Uh, the leads are typically a lot more expensive. We're seeing anywhere between $15 to $50, um, sometimes as high as $100 per lead when we're doing YouTube ads. 
and the average conversion is super, super low. So it's just something to really remember. Um, you know, again, we, we see conversion rates anywhere between one to 6% with the, some rockstar agents that we work with. But again, they're, they're tough to convert. So it's just something to remember. And one of the number one things here you need is a rock solid system. Uh, you need scripts and a really, really good follow up with these types of leads. Uh, this is one of the campaigns that has actually worked well for um, a couple of our teams. Very, very simple. Um, and we're, you know, basically it's a home eval offer. And uh, of course, you know, I, I keep hearing it's like everybody's doing home evals and it's true. Everybody is, but this is a way to capture uh, some of the leads. And um, uh, the one that you're seeing here on the screen, this is actually by um, uh, the services from Sierra Interactive. I really like this one because I actually put the, um, the, the seller through uh, a short survey here. And at the end, they fill out their information and get the contact information. Um, but again, you know, with any of these campaigns, the, uh, the, the key here is the follow-up. Um, and um, it doesn't matter where you're generating leads from, what ads you're running. If you're doing YouTube, if you're doing Facebook ads, your, your follow-up is going to be critical. And also the strategies around how you're going to actually convert these into listing appointments. <clears throat> now, a lot of times, um, one of the things that um, when we have agents that are coming to us and saying, listen, you know, all I want is sellers, we start diving into, okay, well, listen, we can start running these types of campaigns where we're generating strictly seller leads, whether it's on YouTube or it's on Facebook, you're paying anywhere between 15 to $50 a lead, but there are other ways to actually get um, uh, sellers from typical campaigns that we run. So the typical, you know, buyer campaigns, and some of these work really, really well. And I always ask the question to the agents that I'm working with, who do you think is buying a um, 350,000, or who do you think is buying a $500,000 home in an area where the median price is 350,000? Somebody that owns a home that's $350,000, right? And the other question I typically ask the agents that I work with is what's the first, what's one thing that sellers actually need to do? Well, they need to buy a home, right? So I've bought in, in, in my lifetime, I've bought, uh, I've bought and sold five homes. Um, and, and, and for, for the exception of one of them, which I moved to a different city, all other, all the other homes that I, um, purchased, one of the things, one of the first things I did is I got online and I started searching like, okay, what's out in the market? You know, what kind of home do I want to buy? Where do I want to live? What neighborhood do I want to be in? And so on. Right. So the sellers are going through that process. And so using typical campaigns like, um, you know, home lists and listings and so on. Uh, new construction works really well. I'm going to show you some of the ads that we run. Actually, it's one of Michael's ads that uh, he's been uh, so uh, uh, nice to share with us. And we run that ad quite a bit. Um, but again, you know, sellers are looking for other homes and the sellers are buyers, right? So something to keep in mind. Now, one of the things, uh, this is data that we pulled uh, from one of the campaigns that uh, we run for an agent. Um, and there, there's a one question that we ask, whether it's on the landing pages or lead forms that we run with Facebook. Um, one of the questions that we ask is whether or not you're, um, you rent or own. And from this, um, on, on this specific campaign, um, we have 43% of the leads that answered uh, that they own a house. Now, we remove half of those because we know, you know, typically people that are filling out these forms, you know, sometimes they're just not answering correctly or they're not reading the questions properly. Even 20% when we're generating leads at $2 a lead or $3 a lead, um, your lead cost for a, for, you know, a seller um, is somewhere around 10 to $15 or so. But uh, one of the things, I'm going to skip this here, 
Um, so best question to ask or second best question to ask on the leave form is do you rent or own something that we always, always ask. Uh, the number one is time frame. So when they're looking to, to, to uh, make a decision, but one of the reasons why um, why this is so great is that you can actually segment your leads between buyers and, and, and owners, right? Homeowners. And then this also gives you leverage. So think about this. If you're spending $3 or $2 a lead for generating typical buyer leads, um, you can now segment those leads into buyers and, and homeowners. First of all, you can take the homeowners, you can build a list, and this is what we do. So the last screen where I showed you that, that list of all the leads that came in, we take that list and we start building out custom audiences. And these custom audiences, we can now um, actually build out lookalike audiences inside of Facebook and increase our home ownership uh, leads. So that's one way to leverage uh, the segmentation. The other way to do this is I've had agents um, take their buyer leads and they either hire a buyer, um, uh, a buyer's agent, or they partner up with another agent and get 25% uh, referrals from the leads that they're feeding them, or they take their database and they approach builders and show them that they have a system in place and leads coming in and so on. I've even had agents go to their listing presentations with their entire database of all these buyers and sign exclusive agreements with the, with the sellers um, where they're going to actually advertise that property to their database before actually put it on the, on the MLS. So there's a lot of different things you can actually do to leverage that. The other thing too, is as if, if you, let's say you're generating leads at $2 a lead and you're building up that database, um, you know, maybe you're spending 500, maybe thousand dollars a month or so. That's a lot of leads that you're pumping into your database. So when you're going after, um, you know, it, maybe some of these other strategies like retirement communities and builders and so on, and you get a listing and you can advertise that back to your database, um, that, that really gives you um, a, an awful great opportunity. And it's one of the things that I see agents, uh, they just don't do is they don't focus on building up that pipeline, building up that database, and then start leveraging it uh, to close more deals or to get more deals. Um, so this is the number one question here we ask on the lead form. Again, do you rent or own? It's very, very simple. And this is how we segment those leads. And these are some of the best ads that we've run that um, where we typically see somewhere between 25% to 45% where we have um, leads that are actually um, uh, saying that they are the homeowners. Uh, and of course, you know, you want to follow up with those and you want to have to make sure you have a really good follow-up system in place. That first ad here, this is actually one of Michael's ads um, that uh, he's, he's uh, uh, shared with us. And this has been uh, one of the best ads we've uh, ever run for uh, new construction. And, um, uh, and some of these, and again, you know, we, we take these ads, we ask that question, we pump them into a list, into our database, we segment those leads, and then we start leveraging them depending on what we want to do with those leads. So with that, that was really, really quick <laughs> for me, but um, um, I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to hand this back over to Brad here. Uh, guys, if you want the presentation and um, everything else, my email address is in the chat. Uh, you can go ahead, send me an email, uh, an email and just uh, let me know that you want the presentation and every, anything else that we're offering here. Whew. Yeah, see, it's hard, man, right? You're trying to get the ball. <laughs> I'm trying to go quick here. <laughs> I know, it's all good. Well, I think that uh, Reese going to win. Mr. Uh, Reese, you ready to rock and roll? Yeah, I'm ready to rock, man. Cool. Yeah, thanks again for so much, everybody. This is Mike Reese, good buddy of mine. Uh, you know, always comes in, drops a bunch of knowledge when he comes here. So, you know, I think that uh, if you don't mind, I'll just turn the floor over to you and, and a lot of people here to listen to you talk about how you did 368 homes in a year. Um, I think it was as an individual yeah. agent. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So um, it was a team, but I was the only listing agent. So I did take those listings, but what I'm going to do is um, let me share my screen real quick and I'll give sure. you guys, 
Um, I'll condense this down. Obviously, this is a um, presentation. I think I think for a lot of people, you know, um, uh, Shane and Brad. I think one of the things that I like to do for me, especially, is when I was starting and I was wanting to list 368 homes. You know, one of my mentors was Jay Kinder, and I was I was very fortunate because I wasn't the smartest kid in class. I just happened to sit next to him. And one of the things that Jay did really well for me was he would explain to me why things worked. And, and that was what helped lead me to action. Um, so I'm gonna start with, you know, just identifying why everything that Brad and Shane today, everything y'all spoke to is exactly what I did. Um, at the core principle, what I did was I made offers to a very specific market. And your commissions that you earn are in direct proportion to the offers that people see in the marketplace from you. And 50% of your success is your ability to articulate your durable competitive advantage, which is why someone, when they see your offer, should choose you over all other um, options. And so, first of all, I understood one formula. I worked with a guy named Jay Abraham. The biggest challenge you're going to have with getting listings, the biggest challenge is going to be your own thinking. See, the sum of your decisions made over time is what makes you successful. So, if you want to be successful, what I want you to know is me and Brad and Shane, we've all failed. In fact, I would tell you any campaign that ever works day one is called a miracle. That's what we call it. It's a miracle. Things don't work day one. The only difference, just like you, just like me, I've been in real estate and thought about getting out of real estate, thinking about, but what I did was I kept pushing and I wasn't special. Um, the only difference was I found something that worked. Looking back, hindsight being 2020, is I was testing a bunch of things. And the good news for you is that you can test one thing. And if it works, just like the things that worked for me, you can do those things for five years. So it's actually Darren Hardy, the author of The Compound Effect, he says, in order to find success, you have to push the pendulum of success to failure, to have it swing back. And I believe that wholeheartedly. I've looked under the hood of some of the top agents in the world, people who sell homes, you know, 100, 150 homes a month now that I remember Tracy Kuzno, Jason Wilford, you know, a guy selling 650 million in production, Brett Jennings. I remember all of those individuals when they were doing 20 to 30 deals a year, when they had no team. What happens is once you get really good at marketing, because it's the best marketer that makes the most money. And the great thing about marketing, it's a skill. And the great things about skills is skills can be learned. So my question to you is, if you want to have an unfair advantage, get used to doing what you're doing today out learning your competition because both me and Brad and Shane, we all learned how to get here. We didn't, we didn't jump into real estate and just get here. We learned our way to here. And so you have to learn your way to where you're going. So by being here today, I want to applaud everybody up front, but here's something that you need to take in consideration. One of the things that you saw everybody talk about today is a target market, whether that was divorce, the people going through divorce, people looking to know what their home is worth, whether that was, um, it was a target market. And the reason that's important is because in order to be successful at the beginning, you have to become the incredible Hulk in a puddle, right? So it's in order to do that, there's things that you're doing right now in your business that aren't working. And what you have to do is you have to start doing the things that don't work and start investing your time in things that do work. And again, some of those things won't, but you'll find those, but you won't find the time, the energy, the money if you have unproductive, unproductivity, unproductive activities going on in your business. So the formula is real simple. Find a target market, get traffic to that market, 
create an offer that is compelling, right? So it's who is your target client? Where are they going to find them? And what bait are you going to use to attract them? Then finally, how are you going to convert them into clients? So for me, that was real simple. When I went with buyers, I know we're here to talk about sellers, but this is important because I found the target market with first-time home buyers and I, I identified traffic and I got an offer and I created a funnel. And th that was the same formula I just showed you. But what I realized was first-time home buyers were not the same as other home buyers. See, I, I, I realized that first-time home, first home buyers, they don't own a home. And when I could delineate between marketing to a farm and talking to people that were looking for selection or affordability, meaning said differently, we're looking to buy a new home. I actually produced two transactions for one. So I know this isn't what most people want to hear, but one of the best sources of listings that I found was actually all of my unconverted buyer leads. The question was, is was I communicating to my unconverted buyer leads with an offer? If you have a buyer lead right now, I'm just hypothetically, I'm not endorsing. I'm just, I'm literally freestyling this I do know people who do it. I've done it. I'm not going to get into what I'm going to offer. I just want you to know what you could offer. I, and I've seen this offer here recently, which is um, buy a home for me, right? Buy a home for me. I'll sell your home for free. Do I do that? No. I have offered the guaranteed sell offer. If you buy one of my houses, I'll buy yours, prevent the home catch 22. But when you make offers, you want to have irresistible offers with guarantees, with risk reversal. The number one commandment to becoming successful at being a listing agent is creating a compelling offer and getting it everywhere. And to create a compelling offer, you have to test it. So you have to remember part of testing is when something doesn't work, you have to give a different meaning to it. a lot of people. Y'all have done things that didn't work, but you don't, you don't realize if you would have kept on with that momentum and finding other things and finding other things. Now you can get on webinars like this and you can collapse time. You can find things that are proven, which is amazing. You can find people like Brad who might already have the results you're looking for. And instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, you can just model them. And modeling is one of the quickest forms to success. So there's things you can do to tip the, and put, to put the, the kind of counterbalance the, and, and put the, um, scale more into your favor. And one of them is going to training, going to learning, finding people who have the results you're looking for. And I, I really wish that there was a better strategy than that, but there really isn't. And so the advice I got from the $9.4 billion man, Jay Abraham, is before you try to engineer new breakthroughs, first maximize what you're already doing, right? Do you have past clients? If you have past clients right now and you're not surveying those past clients to find out if they're moving this year, when they are already been through the process, already know, like, and trust you. This is the book, Jay Abraham wrote a book. I recommend everybody on the planet to read it. I honestly, there's no book I've read more than this book. And that's not an exaggeration. It's called getting everything you want out of everything you've got. In that book, it talks to you why you need a testing budget. In fact, you'll just think I'm a, a copycatter of Jay Abraham because I am, I'm a student. The guy Jay Abraham Forbes called the mentor to mentors. I've been with him in his presence. I've paid him a lot of money. He's one of the most expensive mentors in the world. He's the guy that Tony Robbins calls to write his sales letters, his copy on his landing page. I've been in the room when he's been on the phone with Tony Robbins. And so the Pete, this is the go-to guy. And he wrote a book, getting everything you want out of everything you got. That one book will talk about the only three ways that you can grow a business, which is to increase the frequency of purchase, Increase, which means in, in, in our scenario would be if you work with an investor, 
that's increasing the frequency of purchase because investors buy multiple homes and they sell multiple homes. And it just so happens that my first year, my first year in real estate, half of my transactions came from three people. So again, are you maximizing what you're already doing, right? Are you maximizing your budget? So for me, the reason is when you get a customer, there's a cost associated with it, even if that cost is time. But there's other people that benefit. Now, I call it a vendor program. Jaber calls it host beneficiary relationships. You could probably put that into YouTube and see him talk to different industries around the world in China to some of the most you know um, brilliant companies. But it's still the same. It's you can know the information. The, the question is, is does your results show that you know? So right now in your marketing, if you're generating, let's say home buyers, well, home buyers have to hire a mover. They have to get a mortgage. They have to hire an insurance uh, person. All of those people benefit when you create a transaction and most of them are spending money on marketing. And if they go really do the math, their best conversion is when they get a referral from you. So the best pitch you can make for your first, if you want to get listings, the best pitch you can make is to all of your vendor and your vendor teams on what you're going to do in the next 12 months. You want to sell your vision. What are you going to do in the next 12 months with your business? If they buy into your vision, they'll want to participate and be a partner. Obviously, you want to be RESPA compliant, but I will tell you, this is the fair but unfair advantage every mega agent has in your market. And, at, and if you don't believe it, it is an unfair advantage. If you ask the top marketing minds in the world, like Dan Kennedy, is he would say the person that can spend the most to acquire the customer wins the game. The person who can spend the most to acquire the customer. And so if I have a vendor program where I'm offering value to people in my community that benefit when somebody either buys or sells a home, that's how you win before you even start. So before you go and create a listing strategy, the question is, is who's all benefiting right now from your real estate transactions and how are they contributing to your strategy for getting more clients this year? And just remember, if you don't ASK, you don't GAT and value not articulated is value not appreciated. So my question to you is, do you have a vendor program and why not? And how much easier would it be for you to test something if you had other people that were willing to make that investment with you? And if the biggest constraint you have is in your own thinking, and that means thinking I might lose money, because the only reason you don't do things is that you don't believe that it would work. That's the only reason. And so how, why? Because people do more to prevent pain than they will do pleasure. You, you would fight somebody in the street if they try to steal $1,000 from you, but you wouldn't go into the street and fight for 1000 you wouldn't go into the street if someone paid you a thousand to fight, but if someone was trying to take a thousand dollars out of your wallet, you would go and fight in the middle of the street for them not to take it from you. And so that's the mindset. People do more to prevent pain. And right now it's what's your association with investing in your business? Are you making those investments? Do you have a budget? What percent are you investing in yourself? Those are the things I wish I could tell you I know that it's marketing, but you won't learn marketing, nor will your marketing be effective if you don't invest in the right things in the right order. Um, give me one quick second, okay, Brad? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I apologize up front. I have Woods Davis here who has COVID-like symptoms and somebody's coming here to test them. And I have him quarantined in a room. He's not allowed to come around. <laughs> no, that's good.
Oh, we got cut. I think I caught up. I hope everybody else can hear. So oh, Mike will be coming back in a minute. <laughs> Looks like uh, he's going to come in here. I think that somebody just got there. So he'll be back in a minute here. Um, what do you guys think so far? Do you guys have any questions maybe while he's gone that so far that I can answer for the next couple of minutes here that he's going to come in? Feel free to uh, feel free to give her. I'm just reading some of the comments. I think Shane, this one's for you. How do you set up uh, the survey funnel for your ad? Do you use your particular tool? Oh yeah, for the the uh, the survey funnels. Um, I mean, typically we're using whatever the CRMs are providing. Uh, there's all kinds of other, you know, survey type tools that you can use. Um, a lot of landing page builders have built-in surveys now, uh, so we've used everything from. Uh, Survey Monkey to JotForm to the one I was showing on the screen was uh, Sierra Interactive. Um, we've used uh, others from like you know the the actual tool that that pulls the uh, the the values. I mean, Real Geeks, KV Core, um, all those uh, types of CRMs have uh, have that tool built in. Um, but yeah, they're they're you know it's pretty much anything that you can build a survey with. Um, you know, you can use, you know what I do, Shane, why don't we, why don't I take a minute and go over our, our coaching program? What sure. Yeah. Coaching? Well, right. um, okay. So, Hey guys, just so you guys know, we have a free coaching program. It's absolutely free. Nothing sold. I can't stress that enough. We have 15 different coaches. So I'm going to dive into this pretty quick. Uh, while Michael's done, normally we do it at the end, but to save time, we'll do it right now. Shane, if you can drop the link in there, um, that would be fantastic. Now we're just going to figure this out. There we go. So basically what we did is we went ahead and created our goal is to create the largest coaching program in the world. That's absolutely free. Now, when you come in again, there's agents from all across North America, actually the world, we have some in the UK, Mexico, and basically you come in and you get 15 different coaches that teach you 15 different topics, very similar to today, uh, except there's just a bunch of different ones. So if you want to come in and learn, Shane's going to drop in a link. You just sign up and come in. Uh, learn everything. So we have live coaching events like this literally every day. So we have Mark Verzile that teaches uh, how to do a, he sold over a billion dollars in pre-construction. He comes in, Shane, who's on here right now, he teaches a social media and digital marketing. Gus is actually sphere of influence and database domination. So he talks about how he closed 30 deals in your first year. Matt Kramer talks about social brand domination, also scripting. Maddie's got a good one. He actually teaches how to protect your income with Zoom. So basically how to co how to uh, host buyer presentations on Zoom. And he literally sends the buyer's presentation to them to sign via DocuSign. Steve's the one that uh, I actually taught how to do the retirement facilities. Um, Shane teaches how to get listings from Fizbo's and Landlord. Adam teaches how to convert leads. He closes about two months from Facebook leads. Ryan teaches YouTube. Christian teaches TikTok. Uh, Robert also teaches basically how to get Facebook or how to get deals from Facebook groups. And again, this is absolutely free. So imagine if you go to a coaching program, the one that I used to be at was $2,000 a month. It was, and I got, what was it? I think I got a 30 minute phone call every week. Now this is free for anybody. doesn't even matter if you're not a real estate agent, if you're thinking of getting into real estate, if you have any, any real estate related questions, you get to dive in. Now, all those coaches I told you about, a couple of them are just finishing up their programs but you get to commit and dial in for absolutely free. You literally just go to an app on your phone, log into Microsoft Teams, come in live, and you get to ask any questions or do whatever you want for all basically all those topics. So 
I'm also going to be uploading in here my buyer's presentation, my seller's presentation, my retirement community stuff, all my marketing, everything is going to be uploaded here by the end of the month. And you can just come in and download it whenever you want. So if you guys want to be part of this and be a part of basically our ecosystem, that's absolutely free. Come in and sign. Uh, I think Shane's putting in the link right now, or he should be putting in the link right away. There we go. So yeah, this is for anybody who wants to sign up. And again, what makes this cool is it is absolutely free. This is no, pardon my French, it's no bullshit. I'm not here to sell you anything. There's actually literally nothing to sell. It's just coming in and doing. The only thing I ask, and I ask this every week, is in order for me to make this free, I what I want to do is get out there to everybody. So anybody on here, if you can follow me on YouTube, that'd be great. I hired a company that's going to help me with YouTube, create more videos, come up with great content like we're doing all the time now. Um, and tell one friend about it. Just tell one friend. In order for me to be the largest coaching program in the world for real estate agents for free, I need to get the word out. And the truth is, I can't afford to pay for ads if it's free because I'm not making anything back. So I'm relying on you guys to go in and spread the good word about what we're doing here. So again, the link is right there. Feel free to join. Everything's in here. And all those coaches that I named for you, the YouTube coach, TikTok coach, um, I coach a Q&A, which is actually a fantastic session. People come in. The last week we did one was awesome. I think we did, ran like an hour and 15 or an hour and 20 minutes. And I just answered everybody's questions. So the link is in there. Hopefully everybody signs up. Please follow me on YouTube. And also please uh, tell a friend about what we're doing. And looks like Mike's back. So we can, uh, I can get back to doing that now. I think I'm good. Hey, hold on one second, Brad. Yeah, of course. So again, you should have all the links that should be working. If anybody has any questions, uh, let me know. Because I know in real estate agents, I remember it's hard because you feel alone on an island, right? Uh, so the, the challenge with it is that when you feel alone on an island, you don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. You literally have an ecosystem of hundreds of agents in here that are helping people. Just check our chats. It's like, hey, I'm learning how to do this or I want to learn how to do that. Imagine being able to have 15 coaches that you can just go through, click that coach, select them and just say, Hey, I want to learn about the retirement communities, or I want to learn about that. And the cool thing in the app though, that I forgot to show is if you actually go in here in the coaching side of things, there's courses here too. You want to learn how to run face. Oh, I think I stopped sharing. Didn't I? I'm out. I got to go back to share. Sorry, Mike, give me one more quick sec. Just going to finish this up. So if you look here, you're coming in, you're having a look, right? This is, this is everything that's here right now. So you have the Facebook ads, you have Google, everything. This is all right here for you to download. All these here are all different videos on how we're doing things. Come in and watch them and then ask the Q&A. There isn't anything like this on the planet and especially nothing like it for free. So you get to come in. If you literally want to chat, these are all the different chats that I have. If you want to talk to one of the coaches, like Robert, for example, go and talk to one of the coaches. If you want to go in and talk to anybody, like, you know, it just depends. You can go in and talk to so many different people in here. And again, it's all absolutely free uh, that you can use and just come and be part of our ecosystem and, and learn from us. Sorry about that, guys. Thanks for letting me jump back in here. I apologize. Um, You're good, man. It just, yeah. I have a 10 minute rant anyways that I got to do. So now I, we're ahead of the game now. Heck yeah. So, so at the end of the day, you know, really what I was, um, what I was sharing with everybody is, um, you know, when, when, when I dropped off there was, you know, it's, it's really more about your mindset when it comes to growing your business 
And, and, and what I mean by that specifically marketing, you know, the reason people don't do the things they need to do is it's never the problem. It's how they're thinking about the problem. And so um, a lot of the things that, you know, uh, Brad was talking about, you know, we talked a little bit about leverage points. Um, I'm going to just share with you a couple that I did just to give everybody a little bit more value. I don't want to leave you guys with a bunch of, uh, you know, mindset stuff and then not actually share anything that we're doing, but hopefully this will actually change your paradigm. Um, and so I'll walk you through a couple of the things that I did. And um, anyway, so one of the things when it comes to doubling what uh, your, your business is, is you can do it from your database. And so I talked about your past clients. It's all about prioritizing right? And, you know, do you have a system? Your past client database is either appreciating or depreciating every day, and its value is elastic to your communication. So one thing that we did was shake the trees. We emailed our database every single week. Um, I started a business in a brand new market in 12 months, did 2.2,268 transactions, all from scratch, started on January 2nd. And literally from the, and we had no database there. And so literally from day one, our job was to grow the database you got to th stop thinking of buyers and sellers and you got to start thinking of homeowners and people, right? And so one of the things that, that I did was as we would generate leads, one of the things that we did was we did circle prospecting in our markets. Again, every market's different, what, you know, follow the laws in your state, but that's what we did. We had, we had a multi-pronged approach. And as we would build um, through our circle prospecting, if we got on the phone with somebody who did not look to sell their home, we would actually get their email address. And so when we would circle prospect, one of the most effective things that we used was a survey. Um, and we also use surveys and quiz funnels for the buyer side. So we would use buyers for surveys, quizzes. We would do them over the phone. Again, our goal was to build the database as big as we could, as fast as we could, so we could then build a relationship with it. And we would build a relationship with the newsletter. And the reason this is important is the number one agent in, in all of... Um, uh, the, I was formerly at a major franchise. Um, my brokerage was KW at the time. And the number one agent came out of nowhere and took the spot. And I spent a lot of time with him and he did less transactions than me. He did like, he went from like 900,000 and GCI to over 4 million. And the truth was his secret was a neighborhood. And what he did was he produced the newsletter and he put it on the door in that neighborhood every single month. That's literally was his strategy. And in the newsletter, there was calls to action. So newsletters, are you producing a newsletter? The thing about a newsletter is you can take that same content and you can put it on a site. And so for an example, let's say I'm going to do a market update. I can do a market update online. I could shoot a video. I can transcribe it. I can put it on a site. I can email my database and I can have a monthly newsletter. And so the monthly newsletter gives you the ability to leverage what we call the triangle of trust, right? So if you want to double your business, you have to double the amount of offers you make in the marketplace. You have to segment your database and you have to identify what offers are you making to what segment. And it was really that simple. So today you've learned several ways, several different offers. The first thing you have to do is you have to come up with a primary offer, right? What is your primary irresistible offer that you make to both a buyer and a seller? I had one, you need one. And that primary offer has to be so good that when somebody sees it, they ask you, how does that work? And here's how you know when you have a good primary offer. You give me your business card. If you're on the back of your business card, if you have nothing on there, then you would get an F for the class of marketing. If your email signature has no compelling reason, meaning no compelling reason why someone should do business with you, 
receive up to three guaranteed offers on your home within 72 hours. That's a compelling offer, right? That's a compelling offer. Sell your home for up to 18% more than the methods used by traditional agents. Would you like me to show you how, right? Your goal is value not, if you can't articulate your value and get someone to use you in the spoken word, good sales copy is just that translated into the written word. And so it's putting those offers out in front of people. For me, I had the guaranteed sell, right? And again, I won't go into this. I know all the limiting beliefs that people have. That is not enough time for me to coach somebody on why this is a great offer. But I can tell you that if you look at some of the top agents in the world, the 22 NFL states here in the US, and you go look at Mark Spain in Atlanta, Georgia, or you go look at, you know, any of my friends really that, that I, they run similar offers. So are you going out there and seeing what the people are doing? And if they're doing it and they're doing it for a long time, it's probably because it works. I had a buyer's advantage program, right? I had a love it or leave it program. So when I met with the buyer at an open house, I could tell them about these offers, right? So you can have seller offers, buyer offers. For us, we had, we, we, when we offered flexible commission rates, are your, are our rates flexible? Mine were. I had a 7% program. I had a 6% program. Obviously, uh, commissions are negotiable, but I had multiple programs that someone could invest in. It just so happened that when somebody says flexible, inherently, they think that means lower, but that doesn't mean lower. They're your programs. They're your flexibility. If, if, if you can't have a standardized fee, if, if, rates are, if, if commissions are negotiable, then why not tell them up front if that's going to get them on the phone? Now, do you have to have, see, marketing's job is to put somebody into a sales process. Marketing's job is to put somebody into a sales process. So once you have good marketing and the phone rings, yes, you have to have a sales process. Hey, I just saw your uh, postcard. Your home sold guaranteed or we'll buy it. It said you have flexible commission rates. How's that work? You want to know the script? Exactly like it sounds. When would be a good time for us to come and take a look at your home? You know, we do offer a guaranteed sale. We have institutional buyers, investors, and some homes we buy here ourselves. But I can tell you out of all the people who buy homes with us, they don't buy a home until they know what it's worth. And they determine that by looking at it. When would be a good time for me to come by and stop by and take a look at our days or evenings better for you? Again, for me, I've listed many homes and I'm telling you right now, don't let your own limitation in thinking because you don't understand, you should be curious. Number one rule, Elon Musk, assume you're wrong. This right here works and that's why people use it. If it doesn't work, and then it's, that means you need to learn something. Jim Rohn says, if you don't have everything you want in your business, it means you haven't learned something yet. Learn what the other people are doing. Learn about the immediate buyout programs. Learn about the cash offers. Learn about you know what are the pros and um, cons versus buyers and sellers, right? I knew what those were. I understood when I worked with buyers, I generated more leads on a smaller budget. I learned that there was a shorter cash conversion cycle when someone called off my property brochure versus coming through a specific lead source. I understood that first time home buyers required less skills to sell because they had less experiences. I knew those things. So I created my strategy on how I went to market, how I hit my goals based upon, I didn't say I wanted to sell 35 homes. When I said my goal for the year, I said specifically that half of those were going to come from a handful of investors. And I found those investors. And the reason I did that is because I learned that once I found a property, the investor would buy it. So when instead of turning around and trying to find a client, I knew that in my downtime on nights, on weekends, on my back porch, in my own discretionary time, 
I could start looking for properties and that when that effort was put out, that if I found one, it was almost like finding money because I'd always find someone. So I didn't feel like oh, I got to find a listing. I got to get them to convince the list with me. I got to get them to price it right. I got to negotiate my fee. No, when I found a seller that was motivated and they were easy to find, they were easy to find. And so buyers and sellers, what are you currently doing? Do you have buyer offers? For us, we talked a little bit about it earlier, new construction. Here's one that I'm going to leave you with. I got a text from a guy named Roy in Missouri um, about a week and a half ago. Um, when I got first turned on to this, this is a way for all of you. There's a lot of you guys that maybe you don't have anything to invest. So this is a free way, a free way to generate leads. You go into Facebook Marketplace and you create an image that basically says, tired of renting, comment your monthly rent rate, and I'll send you homes that you can own for the same payment. And so you can use an app like Canva or WordSwag, but you can post it in Facebook Marketplace. Now, remember, you want to post it in under the actual category homes for rent and choose a price point for the listing based upon your rental market. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, I've met agents and I'm right now, I've met agents that have generated 300 leads from Facebook Marketplace in Houston and have done it for years. I met agents that had no leads like Roy. I think his last name is Roy. Uh, I forget his last name. I can show you the message. I want to show you the message if I felt comfortable that I could exit out of this screen fast and show it to you, I would. But here's the point. I'm telling you right now, you need to know how you're going to make offers in your marketplace. If you don't know how you're going to make offers, that's your first job, right? Now, there's three types of places that you can make offers because there's three types of traffic. You have your database, you have your past client, you have unconverted leads. And you basically, you have lists of people that subscribe whether that's subscribing to your Facebook business page, your Instagram, those are all people that you can make offers to. Those are all people that have traffic. There's traffic you control and there's traffic you don't control. Your goal is to build that database with traffic you control. And so how do you build your audience? The old way was, you know, you just generate leads, you get past, no, the new way is you, you embed pixels right? Pixels on everyone that visits your website. If you had 1,000 unique visitors to your website this month, they should all be pixeled. You should be able to put videos in front of them at will. And those are the things that if you don't know how to do it, then remember, you know, plugging into the um, W Your Business Coaching, those are the types of things that they're going to help you do. They're going to help you create a plan. And remember, Jim Rohn says, if you don't have everything you want in your business, you haven't learned something yet. And that's what they're going to do is they're going to help you learn what you need to know in order to grow your business. Sweet. We got a question for you, Mike. Can you touch base on the newsletters again? What type of info you're putting in there? Yeah. So in a newsletter, um, and just so you know, um, and I'm not just saying this, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to say one thing. Um, I do have a newsletter video that will be released on Wednesday of next week on my YouTube. You can go to youtube.com forward slash Michael Reese. Um, it is breaks it down. I'd actually spoke on a conference. It's about an hour long um, video that, that that's just in the pike. Um, but from a newsletter, one thing that I learned is 60% of your newsletter should be nothing about the real estate market, right? So when you have a database, it should be um, what you've been up to, things that you've been interested in. So for instance, let's say um, in my marketplace, let's say if I'm a, I like to drink wine, right? And there's an event. What I would do is I would, I would, I would set up what was called Google Alerts, Google Reader. 
And I would go out and set up alerts based upon things that were happening in my community. And I would organize those things. Now there would be things about new listings, new homes sold, testimonials, things to know about pre-home inspection, how to get a free seller's policy, all of those things. I would interview my lender, my title company, put market reports, but I'd also, when I had my first son, when I had my first son, there was a picture of my son, right? And I would talk to those, I would talk about, you know, um, something about that experience. And so a newsletter is what happens is people start to humanize you. You start to become someone that they can trust. And that's by wrapping the real estate information with real world information about you, right? So as you start to demonstrate yourself as an expert and people start to believe you, as they start to feel like they know you, that's when you start to own the mind share. And when you get the mind share, guys, that's how you get the market share. So for me, um, there was a formula for that. I did not invent it. I learned it. I went to a conference. I learned it from a gentleman by the name of uh, um, Glazer. Glazer was part of Glazer Kennedy. Bill Glazer wrote a book called Outrageous Marketing. One year he did a conference. These were really expensive events. But Bill Glazer took a marketing newsletter from one of the leaders of marketing, and he took it from 2,000 subscribers, paying subscribers, to over 35,000 paying subscribers. And he did it in a short while and then um, sold the company. And so I, I, I subscribed to his newsletter re religiously. And one year at one of his events, he went through what worked, and I basically took what I learned, applied it. And then um, a couple of years later, taught it to agents at an exponential growth summit and videoed it. And so again, I'll share that video with you. Um, and it kind of walks you through step-by-step step how to implement a newsletter. But again, when you do a newsletter, once you have the content, you know, for me, I believe your YouTube channel is your new website. So for me, since I produce three new videos every single week, um, that would be the hard part of the newsletter. I could take every video I produce in YouTube, transcribe it, turn it into an easing where again, it's a one page email that says read more. And when they click that read more, it takes them to the website. When they get to the website, it's the rest of the article with all of my offers, which is the triangle of trust. I could print the newsletter and put it as a door hanger for my farm. And that's how you take one thing and optimize it, maximize it, right? Getting everything you want out of everything you got. If you produce a newsletter, what are all the ways you can leverage it? You can leverage it by having a vendor program. I had vendors that paid to print my newsletter so that they could be in there. So I had 12 vendors, right? And I knew what the cost was to pr print the amount that I printed. So let's say if I've printed 5,000 copies every month, um, and let's just hypothetically say that was, you know, I don't know, for print, maybe $900. Um, then I would go out and I would sell sponsorship in my newsletter and, and that's what I did. I self-liquidated my newsletter. I optimized it. So it's in everything you're doing, you know, getting it working to maximum. That's why I left y'all with that book, getting everything you want out of everything you got. Cool, man. That's a lot of info. I think it's probably in 60 minutes. It's probably the most info I think that I've ever packed with guests and everything. We're all talking like auctioneers trying to get everything in. So that was that was pretty impressive. We kept that to uh, pretty close to an hour. So that was good. I went over topics. Shane did. You did. I went over another one. You had a COVID scare, came back. So that's a, that's a lot of, that's a lot of info. So um, Mike, maybe we'll do, uh, 
I know you got to go. Maybe we'll do five minutes, five minute Q and A quick for Mike. And then I'll, I'll kind of end it. Yeah. We'll be done here in 10 minutes. So uh, uh, there's a question here, uh, way up the list for, for Mike, um, yeah, sure. from Janice here. I don't know if Janice is still on the call, but uh, she asks, what if you're brand new and don't know what you have to offer yet? How do you market yourself? How do you get clients more than asking price on the property, et cetera? Well, first of all, if you're brand new, just remember, um, you're going to tell yourself a big story. I sold four homes my first 30 days, my first listing. And the reason why is I didn't have the story to tell myself. I didn't have time. I thought every realtor sold a house every day. I just thought it was like selling cars. No one had explained to me that it didn't work that way. And so um, when I did four transactions my first month, I was, I'm genuinely not exaggerating. I was upset. Um, looking back, my real estate school called me back to speak. And what happened was I didn't sit in the I didn't sit in the office sitting around listening to the home warranty buy me a free lunch every day. I got once I had my plan, I I executed it. And my plan was real simple. I went to someone that I respected and they laid it out for me. And so everybody's gonna have a different plan. But at the end of the day, whether it was calling expireds, calls it calling fails bills, whether it was knocking on doors, I did all of those things. The good news is I didn't have to do them long. See, in my mind. If you do the hard stuff for 90 days, you never have to do it again. If you part, if you half-ass do it, you have to do it forever. And so when I did it full tilt, I had a $38,000 commission month, my sixth month in the business, and I never looked back. I had three people on my team after the first year, had my first assistant and a full-time bookkeeper, had an ISA within 14 months. And it's because I'm telling you from the very first day I got called into my office by a guy, lady named Inga Brown. She's still around, Inga Brown. She owns several market centers. And she called me because someone reported a tan young kid, which remember this is 2002. There wasn't a lot of young guys in real estate. There was none in my office. I didn't know many of them. Um, but I will tell you that, there. But, but I was the only one that fit that description. And they were trying to figure out who was knocking on doors at seven in the morning because you're not allowed to knock on a door till eight. But I didn't know that. Um, there was a lot of things that I didn't know, but I took action, right? And so, um, you know, and I'm going to embarrass myself here, but I'm going to do it for the point of trying to demonstrate. Um, it's called ready, ready, fire, aim. Everybody's always getting ready to get ready. You know, my first hundred houses that I showed, I didn't even know there was a showing service. I just didn't know. They didn't have a class that taught me a showing. They left that part out. I went to every training. No one ever told me that I had to call CSS and schedule a showing. So for my first hundred showings, I walked in the front door. I knocked on the front door and said, realtor was here. Never. I mean, I'm not endorsing that, but <laughs> I, but what I am saying is that I took massive action. I didn't wait to know what I didn't know. And the answer will always, you know, spood, uh, money moves to speed. And so, you know, an indecision is the worst decision. And so to answer your question, um, you know, I'm sure there's more than one way to solve your challenge. If I was working with somebody new, I would have them find a neighborhood, get the phone numbers, which is all easy and doable. And after they got the phone numbers, I would have them do a survey. And the reason why is a survey, you don't have to overcome objections. So let's say in Frisco, where I lived, if you were new and I was coaching you, I would say pick a neighborhood, you'd pick a neighborhood, you probably pick your own and a couple others. And you would call around that neighborhood and you'd say, hey, my name is Michael Reese. I'm doing a home a 2021 homeownership survey here. And just had a quick question, take less than two seconds. 
If you could answer these questions for me, the first question is, are you planning to sell your home in the next 12 months? Now, because of the pandemic, um, I would say due to the pandemic and the um, change in the real estate market, we're doing a homeowner survey here in the city of Frisco. And I just have a really quick question and I would love to share the results with you in the future, but um, would you plan on, do you plan on selling your home in the next six months, 12 months, whatever they said, I would say, great. One final question. Do you know of anybody who's moving to, and I would enter the zip code into 75033. Cause I know my job is to identify people who are gonna be making a move. And that's step number one, that's marketing's job. Now, once I identify those people, I have to have the sales skills to go out and get them. But if you knew of all the hundred people that are gonna put their home on the market this month, how many of those would you win? Because the worst thing you could do is have all of the marketing skills and none of the sales skills. Cause then the job's not fun because you identify people, but then you lose to people like me. And that's why I believe that you have to, you have to train with your sales skills. Um, and sales skills are really a lot of the marketing skills in the written word, in the, in the spoken word, but you can shorten those learning times by identifying what other people do. And so that's what I did. I found a top producer, I learned what they said, how they said it, um, and, and those things helped me and built my confidence. And that's one thing that you get when you partner with somebody, you know, and you find somebody like what, what Brad does. I know, Brad, you built a, a pretty big network around, the, around North America, but that's one thing that we do is we help people get those skills. I believe skills, I believe most real estate agents um, are partly trained. And what I mean by that is, is if, if, if being trained to win every appointment was a skill like disarming a bomb, I would probably not stand in the room because you probably didn't go through all of the classes for disarming bombs. And I would not want to stand in the room while you did your work, because I believe if someone's job is to disarm bombs, that they should be fully trained. And I believe in a real estate transaction, whether it's over the phone, whether it's in an open house, that a lot of the opportunities that you run into, somebody with the skills would have converted that and I've seen it. And so, you know, learning those skills, sharpening your, and skills can be learned. That's the main thing. You know, I mean, I promise you, I've never felt insecure about being able to get a transaction, um, you know, and, and a lot of that was because I learned marketing and sales. First marketing, first actually sales, then marketing. Um, so if you don't feel like you have the sales skills, go read the book, how to win friends and influence people, right? How do you build, how do you build rapport? You know, when you walk into the door, you know, if someone asks you, do you want a drink? Do you say yes or no? You should always say yes, right? You should always say yes when someone offers you a drink and even if you don't drink it, you know, do you go into the backyard when you're touring the house? Do you tour the house? What do you bring? Do you bring a focus first report with a scattergram to show them? When you, Tony Robbins says, when you do a presentation so good, you don't have to close. They literally say, well, what do you charge for all this? And I'm telling you that skill can be learned in a couple of days. We do it at NAEA. That's what we did for years is we trained agents how to articulate their value, demonstrate their value. But when you do that and you do that well, and Brad, can, Brad and Shane can give you access to all of the NAEA training that we did um, that trained the top agents in the world. Y'all, If y'all want to get access to it and get it for free, make sure you reach out to Brad or Shane. 
That's one thing that they can provide to you. We have the certified home selling advisor, certified home buying advisor designation. And again, the top agents in the world would spend a lot of money sending them to us to train. And um, anyway, at the end of the day, I, I, never, I never put an agent in the field without getting them trained. So if you're not training, if you don't feel fully trained, make sure you reach out to them because they have access to that and they have a program where you can get access to it for free. So that's the answer, Shane. Thanks, man. Well, I hope everybody got it. We ran a little bit over time today, but we try to punch in as much as uh, we can. So I'll stay on. Mike, I know you're busy. Appreciate your time. I'll stay on for a couple more minutes. Uh, thank you, guys. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk yeah, to you I'm, soon. Appreciate uh, it. Real quick, Michael, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I know this was a little short notice, uh, but we definitely appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. We know that uh, whoever's doing the presentations, uh, when, when it's really, really good, there's not too many questions coming in because everybody's so focused on what you're saying I uh, really appreciate you, uh, Michael. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay, we'll talk soon. Thank you. So, yeah, guys, I'll stay around and ask, uh, answer a couple more questions here. So feel free to, to ask. So, again, guys, if you enjoy this, we do this every Tuesday. Now, I wish it was with Mike every Tuesday, but, you know, we have a lot of other coaches that are coming in, some great people too. So every single Tuesday, we do a different topic, and it's absolutely free. So make sure that you come in, tune in. It's every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, do we know what next week's is yet, Shane? Oh, um, I could, I could look it up. Um, something else too, that I wanted to mention, um, this yeah. afternoon at 2 PM Eastern, um, uh, Brad's actually got another coaching call with, um, the billion dollar man, oh, yeah, um, I do. Mark Verzile. Yes, you do. <laughs> with Mark Verzile, sold almost 300, uh, new con new construction pre-construction units last year these guys are on pace to do close to what, what's your number this year you're going to do what six 500 or 700 six or, six or 700 uh pre-con and uh, new construction so um there's a coaching call this afternoon it's open to anybody it's at 2 p.m eastern and that's going to be with brad and mark verzal uh, if you guys want to join that um again it's absolutely 100 free all of our coaching is free uh you can go ahead i'm going to go ahead drop the link here and, um, and then I'm going to go ahead and drop my email address one more time. Uh, so here's the link to the pre-construction. This is a really good training. Uh, Mark does a great job basically going over how he built his business around new construction. And, uh, and, and Brad covers actually some, some of our webinar strategies uh, for investors and pre-construction. Uh, if you want to learn any, you know, how to work with builders, developers, and so on, this is the training you want to come to. So um, here's a link. Tuesdays are busy, Brad. Yeah, I know. I But then I had my podcast before this. Huh. So I had another training thing before this even. So yeah, anybody who wants to come in, Shane's going to drop the link. So that's the link for a pre-construction today. That's in a couple hours. Uh, we kind of talk about how to work with developers, builders, how we built our business. So that's in there too. Free, feel free to sign up for that. Uh, hopefully you guys signed up for a free coaching. Um, we'll, somebody will be reaching out to you the next little bit. But uh, yeah, thanks to everybody. Keep coming back to these. You know, whenever there's a bunch of people, it gets us pretty excited today. I think we tapped up at about uh, 85. So that's that's pretty good. And again, yeah, what, all that what, we ask is... So, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no. No, I'm just saying all we ask say, is that follow me on YouTube and invite somebody. That's it. <laughs> what, what did you offer everybody at the beginning of the presentation? Was there something? I just want to make notes so we're making sure. Yes, we uh, my retirement. So we're recording if they wanted it. And then the retirement uh, facility, the, the assisted living brochure that I oh, have. Oh, the brochure. Okay. Yeah. 
You want to give that away? Some big secrets. <laughs> There's people from Calgary. Go ahead, rip off and duplicate it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so for anybody that emails me, just let me know what you want, uh, whether it's the recording or slide deck that we use today um, or this uh, brochure for the assisted living that uh, Brad has. Um, the brochure, that's like the, the package you drop off at the... Yeah. Right? Yeah, and we'll be going over that. I'll be going over that more in depth in the next couple of weeks. That'll be one of my trainings. Yeah, let me let me check the schedule real quickly here. See what okay. uh, we got going on for uh, next week, if I can find it. Oh, Christian might know. Actually, Christian's on the call. Um, let's see here. Do do do. We're always right. open. Go ahead. Uh, just taking a peek. So what's the date next week? So it's 20th, 27th. Uh, so next week, um, next week's the retirement community. So we have... Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. So we have Steve coming on. Um, he's going to basically teach exactly how to get in front of the retirement communities, what to offer them. Um, I've seen his training. Actually, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, re it's really, really good. So it is Steve that does that, right? Yeah. All right, I will post this one more time because I just got a private message. So don't forget, guys, if you want to come on the pre-con, just scroll up a little bit. There's the link there. We have a pre-con at 2 Eastern. Um, and then I will put the link for our free coaching to join. There it is in there. And then uh, I think that's about all I got for today. So I hope you guys got a lot of value. That was, thanks for everybody stayed to the end. I know that was a little bit longer than we anticipated, but it's pretty hard to cram all that, all that stuff into to an hour, especially with questions and everything. So thanks to everybody. Remember, you're not alone on an island. Come join Double Your Income Coaching and come be part of our ecosystem. And uh, hopefully we can help you double your income. That's when I came up with the concept of um, creating this training, I did want it to be for free. And then I also wanted it to be for everybody. So I wanted everybody to be able to have the opportunity and you know, I kind of like the idea of when we thought of double your income coaching, I think it was Mark actually, Rizal. And uh, the idea is if you're at two, I'll help you get to four. I'll help you get to eight to 16 to 32. And it keeps on going up from there. So, you know, whenever you're selling, you know, this year we might, if we're fortunate, we might hit 800 to a thousand. Uh, if you're selling, you know, it's just now it's scalable. So now with systems in place and everything. So thanks to everybody for being here. Uh, please make sure you check in every Tuesday. I'm going to be teaching something. Reach out to us. We'll be calling you to get you into Microsoft Teams in the next week or so. And uh, we'll be getting that going. So thanks for being here, everybody. And I'll yeah, stay and on the, for another couple seconds. Yeah. And if there's any other questions you guys think about, like, you know, especially on the, I, I know we get a lot of questions on the marketing side of things. Um, you know, just what ads we're running, what's working for us, what kind of webinars we're doing, what we're doing, we're so invested in, in, in webinars right now. It's crazy. Um, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to answer any questions. Uh, Facebook's a good place to, to find me. Uh, my email is in the chat, but if you have questions for Brad, Brad loves answering questions. So he's always available as well. So, um, feel free to reach out to him on Facebook and, uh, uh he's, uh, he's always there, um, chatting with people. So. Uh, we're always happy to help. I mean, again, it's, you know, our, our mission here is to help as many agents as we possibly can, uh, providing as much value as we possibly can and sharing everything that we're doing um, for absolutely free. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, rem remember, too, I do a Q&A every Monday, too. So those are some of my favorite 
is it's just a straight up Q&A. People just come in and ask me questions. Sometimes we get a list of questions beforehand. So that's at, uh, I think, 9 or 10 a.m. too. It's actually Thursday. Thursday, yes, that's what I meant. Sorry, we can't <laughs> yes. fit another one in today because I think I have 100 on Tuesdays as it is. So Thursdays it is. So thanks, everybody. I'll stay on and end. If anybody has any quick couple questions, I'll stay on for another two minutes here. Man, wow. Tom, what an incredible, <laughs> incredible conversation there. That was Those tips were incredible. I wrote so many notes. And I'm actually implementing those things in my business immediately. Okay. So you, you weren't using all five on a regular basis. No, definitely not. I was using a lot of the paid stuff, but his, and like my paid stuff just wasn't quite as detailed as that. That was just incredible. Right. Right. Same here. I mean, I have been in it a long time and I always love when you get kernels of uh, wisdom experience, uh, and you use it. It's so fun, fun when you use them and they work and you're rewarded for it. Wow, what a winning situation. And uh, guys and gals out there, realtors, uh, Ryan's situation 200 over and not getting the property, that's not going to be forever. So uh, this is a great time to study this, watch it again if you want, implement what it says because listings are not going to be king forever you just get one sit back and and get baskets full of uh, offers or over asking offers uh it's going to come back to reality i don't know three months six months a year but it will happen and it best you be prepared for it absolutely so always know both sides of the business thank you guys again for tuning into real estate brainstorming podcast don't forget to reach out to us on instagram if you'd like to reach us Again, I'm at win with Ryan and you can reach Tom at Tom brainstorming on Instagram. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day.